Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a very, very senior and accomplished leader from Faridabad, India, Mr. Ram Prasad Lal. Lal, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, Mr. Lal is the Antarctic Expedition Leader at the India Meteorological Department Ministry of Earth Sciences, Government of India. He's a retired scientist, e-finance officer, and the director of budget and planning. So, Lal uh, what tell me about your own journey and what got you interested in the subject of meteor meteor meteorology? Yes, sir. So I was born in a village in the Baranasi district in the Uttar Pradesh. It was a very remote area. And uh, it was so extent uh, remote that uh, there was no school, uh, no electricity, nothing was there. Hmm. So I used to walk uh, up to 10 kilometers from my home to my college. Right. And, and I did my 10th and 12th from my town near my village. Hmm. And then I moved to Allahabad University. Hmm. And I did uh, BSc and MSc from there. I did MSc in physics in 1980. Then I joined India, Indian Auditor and Account Service as an auditor in 1981. Mm. And then after the training there, I moved to Civil Aviation Department. And there, there I stayed for two years. So and in 1985, through UPSC, I joined India Meteorological Service. Mm -hmm. So I was not knowing about metrology, anything about metrology mm. before joining this department. Mm. So after joining the department, I was sent for advanced meteorological training mm. and weather forecasting. Mm. So th that is how I came to know Amazing. in touch with meteorology and that uh, meteorology gave me a lot of things. And what then took you to Antarctica? Yes, sir. That, that is a big story behind that. Mm. In fact, uh, during our training in meteorology, we learned a lot of the world climatology. So what climatology gave me a very good glimpse of the Antarctica, what it is like this. Mm. And 1981, one of the Allahabadi person, he went as a leader of, do you know, Jahur Jatkasim. Mm -hmm. After going, coming from uh, expedition, he came to our university and gave a lecture. Mm. That gave me one idea that uh, I should go to Antarctica. So I was not eligible to go to Antarctica. Mm. In fact, IMD has two seats in Antarctica expeditions, every mm. expeditions. Mm. So I tried uh, in, in uh, 1990, then 91, and I could not succeed to get through. In the, I, when I was selecting the standby, but I could not get through. Mm. And the earlier idea was that I will go only for summer, mm. visit there for stay for two months and come back. Mm. In 1992, I did not apply it because the IMD, the summer team was withdrawn. Mm. And suddenly in the month of July, my director general called on phone. Mm. He called to my director mm. and asked that you call Mr. R.P. Lal. Mm. And last two years, he was trying to go to Antarctica, but he did not apply it this time. Mm. So I told him, yes, sir, I don't want to go to for wintering. Mm. He told, why? Why you don't want to go on wintering? And I am giving one minute time. Mm. You reply in that whether you want to go or not. Then I said, okay, I will go. Mm. That was the beginning of 
So in 1992, as a 12th expedition, I went to Antarctica as a member. Hmm. Then 1998, as a 19th expedition, I went as a member of the MD um, expedition. And hmm. 2001, I was offered leadership to the expedition. That was the, that was the greatest thing. And how, and how many years did you spend in Antarctica total? Uh, I spent around 42 months. Wow. Each expedition was, was per 14 months. Hmm. So it was around 42 months Amazing. in Antarctica. So Lalsab, tell me, how does daily life in an Antarctic station differ from life everywhere else? Yes, sir. Antarctica is, a, you know, it is a coldest, bindiest place, hmm. isolated place, place. And if you last anywhere, you are gone. Hmm. So Antarctic life is a very disciplined life. Hmm. So it, it is disciplined comes... Uh, from the two necessities. One is the, you should be under command. Mm -hmm. So they are the discipline, all the life is controlled by the lead station commander and weather. Mm -hmm. So normally what we start in the morning, we go for the first at 7 to 8 to 9 o'clock. In the 9 o'clock, we have the briefing meeting. The leader uh, takes station commander, especially I used to take. Mm. And uh, my earlier one, one of the expedition leader used to take. So we brief the everybody mm. that what we did yesterday mm. and what the, today we are going to do. And if any problem is there, then we'll discuss it. And then people go for the, their respective jobs. Mm. Then they come back for lunch, 13 to 14 hours. And then again, though, then after the six, six o'clock, they come, everybody comes back to the station. And then they are free to do enjoy the life there. Mm. So this is the way how we daily life goes. In addition, everybody has to perform a common duties. You know, we don't have there the facility of the housekeeping. Mm. So we all has to do the housekeeping. Mm. So that makes a cohesiveness in the team. Everybody is equal there. Mm. So that is the way how the Antarctic Very life is different from our Indian life. Here, and here, here. Yes, here you do what you like, mm. but here, there your life is controlled by the oh. clock. Fantastic. And what is the require? What is the need for physical and mental preparations for yes. such an uh, such an expedition and for to stay there for such so long? Yes. So during summer we go by ship. There uh, the ship stay for around two months, and thereafter by March the ship returns back to India. Mm. And till next December there is no communication. Physical communication, no means of uh, transportation from there. I see. So for the nine months, approximately, you have to be sound mm. enough physically mm. and mentally mm. to withstand the cold weather, psychological problems, depressions, isolations. Mm. So, so that is why the, before the, choosing the person for expeditions, expedition, especially for the government of India, mm. all members go for the thorough medical check at AMS. And then those who are going for wintering, for the those who will stay there for nine months and go through the winter mm. and uh, polar nights, they go for psychological test also. I so see. once those who clear the, those parameters, only they go for And what have been some of the most challenging weather conditions you have faced? It's its own vagaries of the weather. Mm. 
So you, I tell you that uh, while uh, returning in uh, 13th expedition, our ship broke its radar in the pack ice. Oh my God, okay. So for seven to eight days, we were just drifting mm. in the ice, pack ice. Mm. And when I asked the captain what, where we are going, he just told that just lol, we are just trying mm. to survive. Mm. This was the worst uh, situation we suffered. Oh, and station normally the wind goes to around 200 kilometers per hour. It will be snowing and a blizzard going for weeks together. So these are the weather conditions we Amazing. So Lalsa, what are some of the primary scientific objectives our, of our expeditions there and how does IMD contribute? Yes, sir. The, the, in, in, in Indian Antarctic expedition, but normally we have the three branches. Hmm. That atmospheric sciences, biosciences and earth sciences. In addition to there are engineering services and logistics and medicals, those other things. Hmm. In the scientific So in, in this also there are two, two components. Mm. Those who go for the only two months, summer, they are the summer components. And they are the they are the people who go for the wintering. So that is the year-long projects. Mm. So IMD is having the weather year-long projects. We are weather monitoring the weather there. Mm. We are monitoring ozone there. So we have the, one of the Continuous program since 1981. Mm -hmm. There, in addition to that, Indian Department, Indian Institute of Geomagnetics, they are monitoring the geomagnetics and auroral activities. NPL mm -hmm. National Physical Laboratory, they are observing test cases. Mm -hmm. And SASE from the Defense Research Laboratories, they are observing the snow morphology. These are the winter programs. Okay. In summer, the Survey of India. Uh, geological Survey of India, Geological Survey of India, Botanical Survey of India, they go for their the respective uh, studies. Mm. In addition to the university, just like uh, in my university, Amaravati University, MS University, Baroda, and uh, these were the university, Kurchatra University, they, the, the student from their university also went mm. there. Mm. So Very these were the plans. And, and Lalsa, you know, living in such difficult conditions, carrying on so many studies and experiments, tell me, how does technology assist you? Yes, sir. So, you know that we are not technological. We are not in the primitive stage. The technologies, technologies uh, helps in, uh, in every, each and every aspect. Hmm. Now we have the icebreaker ships. We have the helicopters. So we have the latest vehicles. These are the means of transportation what we have during the summer. In the winter, we have the snow vehicles, generators, then satellite communication. And within the station, we keep the station around 16 degree temperature plus. Whether outside may be minus 20, minus 30, but inside we keep 16. So our entire heating system is controlled by technology. Mm. We run the two generators of 125 kV. So mm. all these are run by the technology. Mm. So technology helps a lot. Clothing, mm. everything is, uh, we use the latest. So technology is the main frame which uh, supports in our life. Very interesting. Entertainment also is the, one of the communication things from technology which keeps us busy and uh, stop, helps us then and going to the depression. 
how large is each uh, expedition how many team members from india are there in every yeah uh, earlier used to be the 100 uh, plus teams uh, mm. now the teams have uh, concised because earlier we used to carry the air force and navy helicopters so large contingent for them so now it is around 50 members team mm. 25 around 25 to 30 go for summer and 25 people stay there for winter winter entire period so so this is the normal now mm. yeah So, yes, given given such a large team, as the expedition leader, how did you handle team dynamics in such challenging environmental conditions? Yes, sir. That is the that is why one of the criteria for winter expedition leader is he should have at least wintered one had done one wintering in Antarctica. Mm. So he he know the what is going around. Mm. So it is responsibility of the leader. Mm. to know his team hmm. and assign the job to everyone to keep them busy so hmm. my expedience task start from the day we are selected hmm. after selection we go to auli in the desi itbb training center hmm. for acclimatization and mountaineering and rescue train hmm. so there the leader is uh, leader responsibility to observe all his team members how they are behaving how, what are their expertise all those things we talk each other and then that way the a leader make the map of the entire team mm. that who is going to do what and how and then doing the journey in the ship we conduct lectures from the people mm. that what what, it, what they are going to do what they want so everybody knows that who is everybody who is going to do what mm. then who needs what helps so this way we organize the things in the journey itself mm. then there at the station we assign the job to everybody mm. so nobody think that it is one leader's expedition it is right. everybody expedition leaders Absolutely. expeditions mm. so that way we keep the dynamics running mm. so you must everybody be importance very good very interesting but last up you must also be seeing a lot of wildlife there and i can see a lot of penguins behind you um yeah are there any unique wildlife encounters you had Yes, these are the penguins. Are they are the most unique uh, wildlife? These mm. are the emperor penguins. Yeah, their specialty is they breed only in the winter mm. and in Antarctic. Rest uh, other uh, that is kuai the bird like uh, bird and then other uh, snow petrel. These are the two other things they found there. Mm. And the two types of the penguins they are there: Adelie penguin and emperor penguin. Hmm. So in my station, around seventy-five kilometer away from the coast. I see. So the only only the birds go there, and the penguins only few penguins they they come there in the mountain for the hmm. their breeding. Hmm. While in the way we see the most of many the we found the seals. So all the the creatures we found along the road, then albatross. they follow the ship then sometimes and these in the when in the hot water mm-hmm. we found dolphins so these are the creatures we encountered during the amazing. journey from amazing mainland to antarctica and back fantastic fantastic my next question also is that given all the work that you have you and your team has been doing in antarctic what were some of your learnings that can impact global climate change yes sir one one learning we learned that keep your environment clean mm. 
because in wherever human goes a lot of activity occurs and knowingly or unknowingly you go spoiling the environment there mm. there mm. so it is the imperative for every team that clean your environment properly mm. so that you don't leave any your footprint there even mm. the human waste is brought back mm. so we we keep so thinking and uh, this is not only you who monitors you mm. it is international team sometimes come on surprise visit and they inspect your team and they report to the antarctic treaty system that whether we are maintaining a station or not properly if not then the way the, the station get the warning and you have to bind up if you don't amazing. clean it amazing so and this is the based, based on the fact that you spent three expeditions there uh, Yes. Are there any changes that you have you noticed as a team leader in Antarctica over the years? And in in fact, in our area, though nothing more was observed. Hmm. The only thing that the, the cleanliness started become more and the people become more aware because of the international interactions and the climatic behaviors. Hmm. Temperature wise, climate wise, in our area there was not much except the uh, that uh, self ice. They are broken, and sometimes uh, we face the problem by the opening up the crevasses. So these are the only thing. The one the snout is there, so those are the same. Hmm. What we okay. found in the in eight years of my ninety two to two thousand. Hmm. Interesting. My next question is that you know uh, there must be many countries who are working in the Antarctica. How many countries are working? Uh, maybe around 50 countries working there. 50 countries. But uh, they are all scattered all along, along the periphery of Antarctica. Mm. And uh, most of the 20, 2025, there are only peninsular area. Mm. So peninsular area is more affected by the human activities because all the, the, the tourist activities are there. So those areas are there more affected. But other areas, those, normally each station is 500 kilometers away. I see. So normally there are not much interaction between each except on the radio, but uh, we are fortunate that our neighbors are Russian. Hmm. Hmm. Earlier my, our station Dakshinagatri was at the bay and we were hmm. 75 kilometers apart, but our Dakshinagatri station went inside the ice. So we built another station that the Russian station Novolazarskaya is our neighbor. Hmm. So we used to go there and we interact with them. We help each other in the time of need. So that is the interaction we have. In addition to now Russians, they have started the airport there. Mm -hmm. So a lot of international traffic is going there, especially scientists. So many leaders of other expeditions and scientists, they do visit our stations. We show them and we learn from there what they are doing. Hmm. in their stations. So this is the type of interaction we do with the international teams. Wonderful. So I have time for two or three more questions. My next question, Lasab, is how do expeditions like ours ensure environmental sustainability while you conduct research in such a delicate ecosystem? Yes, sir. That is why I told you earlier, we have the defined system for removing all the garbage, all the waste there. You know, we burned all human waste there. Okay. And they put in the drums and we 
bring it back similarly we don't leave anything outside mm. everything is put in container and brought back even mm. the soil where the where bagel maintains are there we pick up every soil from there mm. and the, the, so we clean, keep the system very clean mm. okay. so this is the way we how are maintaining mm. so we have the cluster so our all human, the kitchen waste there are go through the biodegradation and only the water goes out rest mm. everything we bring back Very so nice. this way we keep the environment and station around and clean because the where we still the there is a lake which water we drink mm. we have to be aware of aware of the things that if we pollute that where we'll go to drink right very true very true time for two more questions uh, the common citizen of our country or the citizen of the world does not know too much about antarctica how can the general public be more informed and involved in and in the research and conservation of our world yeah in fact in india we are very far behind in hmm. this field we don't have the, the, such infrastructure or such a, uh, activities being done here but in mm-hmm. UC, USA or western countries they are very active in this field mm-hmm. they run program in the schools they sponsor the projects to the schools and open normally in india it is only government sponsored programs mm-hmm. but other countries there are the public sponsored programs so mm-hmm. that way they are very active and the only way that we can provide this knowledge about antarctica through the public meetings Structures mm. and that is missing in India. Mm. You know, in the Australia, other fellows, they have a very huge program. There are mm. government fundings for these programs that the, even the uh, groups, NGOs, they conduct uh, such programs. Mm. Mm. Very so that is one, one of the my way. The yeah. India also they do, but only the limited groups the, where the associations are there, they call their people, they, they discuss between them. So this is the way that is going on in India. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish that India also propagate this knowledge yeah. widely among the people. Very interesting. And my last question to you, Ms. Lal. Having led an expedition in such extreme conditions, what would you say are some lessons while leading in extreme conditions? Yes, sir. The, the main thing is you should know your the people. You should mm-hmm. have the empathy. Mm. You learn how to coexist. Mm. The coexistence is the biggest thing what mm. we learn from Antarctica. Mm. And it is empathy. That is, you care about everybody. Mm. And everybody cares about you. Mm. And you feel the power of the nature there. Right. Yeah, you can call it the silence of the sound mm. there. You feel you can introspect yourself there mm. because you are distracted. You are not distracted by anything. anything. This is the biggest learning in the life. And your life, if you respond to the nature properly, mm. your life span increases by the number of period you spend there. Mm. Especially that I noticed. No, how amazing! And on that note, Miss Lal, I just want to say thank you so much for speaking to me. Your lessons are so important. Know your people. The coexistence is very critical and empathy is so important, Um, especially when you're sitting in the middle of nature. 
thank you for speaking to me about the antarctic about your role as as a leader and about so many different aspects of climate change and sustainability thank you again thank you thank you very much thank, thank you very much thank you for listening to the brand called you video cast and podcast a platform that brings you knowledge experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals you can also follow us on youtube facebook instagram and twitter just search for the brand called you